Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. September 10th, 2020. Riding in a redneck rickshaw. All about Miracle Mike. Neil Diamond and Cheryl Crow versus Walmart. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm... I'm fighting. <laughs> I was gonna lie. I was just gonna be like, I'm good. I'm not. I'm not good without trying. Sometimes you gotta give it that little extra nudge to get to good. You might have deduced from the fact that I'm wearing my idiot sweatshirt that it's cold outside. Uh, it did drop to 52 degrees, and it is rainy. So, little extra effort to be awesome today. Yeah, this is, um, I'm going to tell you what, I am feeling some tension in my tummy area as I think about the fall and winter ahead with the walking of the dogs. Yep. yep. I have enjoyed the, the, warm, the yeah. warmth, the summer weather. You walk outside in your shorts and t-shirt, feels great in the morning. This reminded me like, oh yeah, uh, having animals throughout the winter is actually pretty miserable. So. We might be able to start a mass unitive effort of everyone leaving their cars running overnight to help promote global warming to make this winter a little more tolerable. That was a long walk. I was like, what? How is that going to help me on my morning walk? <laughs> Think it'll I think it'll work. We'll try it. All right. Well, both of us are wearing long sleeves. 
we're drinking hot coffee. We just are, we're, we're yeah. kind of reluctantly embracing the change. Doing what we do. I got on long pants today. Yep. It's the first time I've worn long pants. Well, I mean, I wear long pants to church and to client appointments and things. But in terms of just wearing them around my home office, mm-hmm. doesn't happen unless it's cold. So it's been some months. It's been some months. Here we go. Yep. It is September 10th, mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. Happy Teacher's Day, but only if you're in China. There you go. All right. If you're a teacher here, tough. <laughs> yeah, well, truer words never spoken. Yep. Teachers yep. here do have the tough right now. Um, okay. So do I. In your home <laughs> office with your long pants on and your idiot sweatshirt. And my idiot sweatshirt. Only the very longest of long time listeners know what an idiot sweatshirt is. It is a sweatshirt. Any sweatshirt. Cold weather sucks. I hate it. I hate it. Get ready, everybody. It's only September 10th. It's going to be a long, (laughs) cold season of sort of angry. Sort of angry. Well, 1776, George Washington, not yet president, General George Washington, asks for a volunteer to do a little spy work. Mm Mm-hmm. Nathan Hale, farmer from Maine, I feel like. Uh, or one, of, one of those up and east places. Mm-hmm. Nathan Hale volunteers. And then in the 21st century, we are blessed with the amazingness that is the uh, series Turn, which I think was first on AMC. But now you can watch the whole thing on Netflix. Yes, that sounds right. It is a delight. I kind of want to go watch it right now, all the way through. It's really good. You know what else is kind of a delight? What? We happen to know a person who looks and acts a lot like Simcoe, <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah. We go to church with him. It's... Hey, don't tell too much. He'll, he'll know we're talking about yes, him. Yes, of course. Then we'll have to fight. <laughs> anyway, it is disturbing. But, but that series is so good. It's excellent. It is, I think it's worth a rewatch. You're not a big fan of the rewatch, but it is so good. I save my rewatches for when I, I'm starting to get tired. Yes. Because then I don't feel guilty falling asleep while it's on. That's fair. That's fair. If you haven't watched Turn, I don't know what you're doing in your life. Go start you should it watch immediately. It. You should watch it a lot. Yes. Every night. Binge it. Do it. Okay. Um, 1869. The rickshaw is invented in Yokohama, Japan. All right. Supposedly by a missionary named Jonathan Scobie, I believe. It's a there was a lot of write-up about it. And being being as I try not to lie, I try to push towards honesty, hmm. I will tell you the truth. Okay. Today was a pinch to get all the research done for the show. And yeah. when I saw the length of the write-up on that, I was like, hey, they can look it up. <laughs> You guys do the work. If you care about the rickshaw, there is a lot on it. You can go look it up. Have you ever ridden in a rickshaw? Not a proper one. I feel like as a child, (laughs) we structured some redneck toys that were much like a rickshaw. Yes. That is, seems very accurate. Okay. I've been pushed in a wheelbarrow. Okay. That's that's, pretty close. There's no surprise about that. A little more of a recline to that one. Yes. For sure. A little scarier, too, because you're in front instead of the other guy. <laughs> and he's a little more willy-nilly with his steering when it's of course. your parts that are at risk. Yeah. You're always like five, no, not even five seconds, one second away from being completely what we would call in Oklahoma, tumped out on the ground. Not dumped. I've never heard this. You've never heard tumped out? Nope. 
or tumped over? Nope. What the heck? Where have I been? Uh, maybe it's a Southern Oklahoma saying. If any of our Southern Oklahoma listeners can back me up sense. on this, maybe. Education stops right about I-35, everything to the east in Southern Oklahoma. So yeah. Okay. They were, you guys were literally le- reading like pages that had blown free from <laughs> school books of children over on the west side of 35. Yeah, right? I guess. Incomplete stories and yeah. run-on sentences. I can't believe you've never heard of or said that somebody tumped over. To be honest, it agitates me a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to keep I don't, saying I don't it. like it. <laughs> All right. 1897, George Smith. One of your ancestors. Quite it possibly. Feels like. There's a lot of Georges in my family, and we have a Smith branch of the family. That's right. George Smith is arrested by the British police. Good luck. The notes faded yep. out. Right. Uh, he was drunk at the time, as the English tend to be. That was <laughs> not mine. Well, we just had this conversation yesterday, right? Yes, I know. And I'm Irish, so who am I to talk? Uh, and he was driving. And so here we have the first ever DWI. Good job, George. There you go, Making George. the family proud. Yep. What are British police called? Is, are the, is that who calls them bobbies? I was going to suggest that, but okay. then I thought, what if it's not? I don't know. I feel like it's bobbies. I, I feel like I feel like my bad British accent wants to come out right now. I'm going to try to... Don't do it. Yeah, don't do keep it. Keep it reined mm-hmm. in. But later, off camera, I'm going to give it a try. Try, try it on the kids? <laughs> yes, they'll love it. Yes. 1922. Oh, okay. The uh, U.S. Treasury issues a report... And it has to do with currency, of course, because that's what they're about. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, the population of the U.S. was about 110 million, and the currency in circulation was about 4.4 billion. 4.4 billion. So okay. we move ahead to today. The population is 331 million, so almost exactly three times that. Yeah. The money in circulation today is $1.5 trillion, which is like 192 times more dollars per person than then. That's a jump. That is a jump. Inflation will get you in the gettable places. <laughs> yep, it sure will. Yep, that feels right. Okay. Yep. That's what it does. I had to think back to... The proper legal definition of inflation, and that mm-hmm. is what it says. That fact. is what it says. You mm-hmm. learned that in your industry exams. Okay. Don't you don't look at the notes. Close, if you I have, have to, to close, close your eyes, eyes, close your eyes. All because right. this often often viewers, we will listeners, whoever you are out there, uh, we will quickly review the notes together so that nothing is foreign. But this this little nugget here. I have kept Meg in the dark. Oh my gosh, I am so nervous. When I this. saw this, I, my whole day changed. Okay. My whole week, possibly, maybe moving on into the month. I don't know. This is a big deal. Okay. 1945. Okay. Miracle Mike. And I know some of our listeners already are like, yeah. They know. Okay. I Miracle know. You can Mike. by the blank look on my face. This means nothing to me yet. The headless chicken is decapitated in Fruta, Colorado. I'm, I'm assuming it's pronounced Fruta. It's spelled F-R-U-I-T-A. Okay. He survives for another 18 months. What? That's what I said. And that's when the internet digging began. And in fairness, there's a lot out there. I didn't have to dig that hard. 
So farmer Lloyd Olson, mother-in-law was over, wife sends him out back to get a chicken for a meal. Mm -hmm. He goes to cut off, Mike's head, yeah. actual chicken was named Mike. Okay. Goes to cut off Mike's head. He's, he's not true to his aim. So it removes the bulk of Mike's head. Oh, no. It missed the jugular. Okay. One ear and most of the brain stem. Oh, no. Now with chickens, the bulk of their function yeah. is from brain stem. They don't need the rest of that bird brain. The stem handles breathing, heart rate, movement, all kinds of stuff. And so he survived. He's still walking, preening. He makes a gurgly like crowing oh, noise. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I knew I you would. I don't want that. I knew you would. So Olson decided to take care of him. He feeds him with little grains of corn and worms. How? Right in the neck hole. Oh my gosh. Yep. I hate this yep. story so much. And he uses an eyedropper for with a mixture of milk and water for for fluid. And and yes, it's amazing, right? I feel like I'm gonna pass out right now. Mike was featured in both Time and Life magazines. For twenty-five cents you could go view him yourself, and a lot of people did. At the height of his popularity, he was earning $4,500 a month. That's like 50K a month in today's dollars. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mike ultimately passed away from choking on food, as would be the case. Now, Fruit of Colorado continues to celebrate him with an annual Mike the Headless Chicken today, uh -huh. which happens every year on the third weekend of May. Okay. If you choose to attend, you can look forward to the 5K Run Like a, he a Headless Chicken race. <laughs> of course. The egg toss. Uh-huh, yes. Pin the head, <clears throat> excuse me, pin the head on the chicken. Uh-huh. And my favorite, chicken bingo, in which chicken droppings on a numbered grid choose the actual numbers for bingo. That's gross and unsanitary. Um, yes, you don't want to be the caller on that no. one. No. You made the statement earlier today, because you've been so productive today, that even when you're tired, you're still an ass kicker. Yes, I did say that off camera. Well, you evidently have got a little mic in you. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a disturbing story. So on this day in 1945 is when his head was actually decapitated. Is yes, what yes. Oh my gosh, I hate that story. I am freaked out at the idea of the chicken just... Walking around, no right. head. Well, this is exceptionally meaningful to me because I have participated in and heard endless stories because much of my family came from and well, lived in an era, lived rurally, had, they would go out and they would grab a, a chicken and wring its neck or do the spinny thing and talking about, you know, stories of when somebody went out to do that and the headless chicken, you know, flew up and landed in a tree and they had to climb the tree to get the... Because chicken was, so they could eat. Yeah, because the brainstem was still active. They're even even without the brainstem intact, they, they still do a few things well post-mortem. Like zombie, like zombie chickens. That's probably where the whole zombie thing came from. I don't probably know. Probably so. I I think this is amazing, and we may go to the festival. Oh gosh. Okay, well it's worth a trip to Colorado. 
For sure. I'm not participating in chicken dropping bingo. Oh, yes, you are. No, I will not. You're the guest caller. <laughs> Celebrity guest caller. Wow, that is a memorable story that I will remember long past our time on Awesome Today. I'll tell you that much. Catch somebody acting a fool, you can be like, hey, come on, Mike. And it'll be your own little inside joke now. To myself. Yeah. Well, man, this the rest of these are going to be like such a they're so dramatic. Yeah, I thought about ending. Life. I thought about ending the episode here. We probably should. We probably should yeah. have. All right, 1966. Neil Diamond has his first Billboard chart success with the single "Cherry Cherry." You a big Neil Diamond fan? Not really. Me neither. I know Sweet Caroline, which now that I'm saying that, I'm like, does Neil Diamond even sing that? I don't know. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, we're not. We we like a lot of the uh, the uh, 60s, 70s big personality singers, but I just I've never really connected with the Neil Diamond yes. vibe. I have no memory tied to any of his songs no. that would make one of them endearing. Yeah, is that the right word? Yeah, felt weird. Endearing. Okay. Yeah. So that was 1966, 1984. <clears throat> Sean O'Keefe at the age of 11. Oh, his head cut off and he rode oh a bike. Oh my gosh. Now okay. we have nightmares. It didn't happen to him. No. He did become the youngest person to cycle across the United States in a mere 24 days. 11 years old. Yep, That's impressive. Two oldest kids out there cycling the whole nation. I didn't bother to go look and see. It'd be awesome if he was running away. <laughs> Got in trouble. I'll show them. Listen, that was 1984. Kids could do basically anything. It's true. You know, he didn't ask permission. We just did it. His parents probably didn't even know he was going. Right. Right. That's what happens with latchkey kids. <laughs> All right. Here we go. 1984. Also, same year, not to be outdone. Alex Trebek hosts the first episode of the daily syndicated version of Jeopardy, for which my master's degree is named. <laughs> the Jeopardy degree. The Jeopardy degree. I don't like Jeopardy, but you know what I love? What? Why? I love, gosh, who was it? Now I can't remember the guy's name on Saturday Night Live that always did, was it? Connery that came on? Yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah, Connery would come on as a guest. Yeah. And then I can't remember the guy's name Wasn't who played it? Trebek. Yeah, okay. But they would, there was always a, a Jeopardy skit in there, and Connery would always say something absolutely horrible and constantly talking about Trebek's mother. Yeah. Those are worth going to dig up. I feel like it's Phil Hartman who did uh, Sean Connery. I can't visual. I can't visually see that as him. I'm okay. not saying it's not, but I, I don't feel like it is. People are in mass screaming at their phones right now. I hope so. <clears throat> I will. I, this is bothering me. I will have to look this up later. Um. Okay. Well, in 1990, the Hard Rock Cafe opens in Las Vegas. Now you have some Hard Rock Cafe history, if I'm not mistaken. And if I remember the story, it involved one of your sorority sisters as well. Was it Carla? Yes. And then one of your family members. Yeah. Would you care to share? Okay. I'm going to try to tell this in the briefest of terms. When I was in high school, stretching into college, my parents and siblings lived, they had to move and away from where I grew up and lived in uh, Upper West Pennsylvania 
which is not too terribly far of a drive from Niagara Falls. This is true. And Lake Erie. Something. Is that that's all together, right? The Great Lakes in the fall or in the region of the Yankees. <laughs> We're so bad at geography, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Thank you, Oklahoma Public. I schools. know this. It's not where Croatia is. That's for a fact. Okay, well, regardless, there is a Hard Rock Cafe at Niagara Falls. My sorority sister, Carla, had come out because I spent my summers out there, and she'd come out to visit just to kind of see a new part of the country. She's a lot more cultured than we are, obviously, in terms of, like, learning from other parts of the country. Anyway, we had gone up to visit Niagara Falls. This was one of those times when I discovered, like, just like the Alamo. Yeah. You think it's going to be out in the middle of nature, but it's not. It's totally commercialized. And in part of that commercialization is the Hard Rock Cafe. Now, my youngest sister um, has vertigo. I almost said impetigo. <laughs> I was like, that's not the same She thing. might. You want me to call her? No. Okay. My youngest sister gets vertigo really easily. And it, it, she had a vertigo attack at Niagara Falls that day and was feeling really sick and off balance and... Ended up, I was, you know, like feeling bad for her. She was a child. I was, you know, early in college. So I was kind of like giving her a hug. And next thing I know, she threw up down my shirt. Mm-hmm. And so we hadn't planned to go to the Hard Rock Cafe that day, but we had to pop into the Hard Rock Cafe just for the souvenir shop so I could get a fresh, clean t shirt yes. that was not yes. absolutely saturated with. Vomit. You can imagine. It's a really involved scheme just to get a hard rock t shirt, right? A hard rock cafe t shirt. Now you can find them anywhere at your local Goodwill. Just go look on the t shirt rack at your local Goodwill. But you can imagine that I've never really had much of an appetite for the hard rock cafe after that. So, yeah. Nice. Nicely played. Good. Good job, sister. Good job, sister. All right. Well, 1991, one of my very favorite songs to come out of our era. People. Not just us. People call this the anthem of Generation X, mm-hmm. released on this day in 1991. It is, of course, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Indeed. Classic. Feel free to mumble your own words. Nobody will know the difference. That's right. It's a good one. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Well, 1996, Walmart banned Sheryl Crow's second album. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Because of the song, Love is a Good Thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't know why. I had taken a fast look. Yeah, like, why was like, you? Uh, 
it's not filthy or anything. No, what's what's offensive <clears throat> about love is a good thing. You looked it up. I did. This was bothering me, so I gave it a quick goog. As it turns out, in that song, Love is a Good Thing by Sheryl Crow, she makes reference to the idea that Walmart sells guns to kids. Mm -hmm. And Walmart said, how very dare you. How dare you tell people about that. <laughs> and they promptly uh, banned and refused to, to carry her second album. So. 1996, that's on the heels of high school, we're in college. Okay. And I probably part of the reason that I, I wasn't able to focus on the text as I was doing a very fast look at why mm -hmm. is because my mind was flooded with a memory. Okay. And that's all I could think about. There was a kid that was a couple years older than me. Mm -hmm. um, we The little town I lived in, 2,700 people at the time, I believe. We did have a Walmart. It was it was like the Express Express, not even just an Express, 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 Express version. Teeny tiny. But that was it. We had that and not much else in town. Um, and if you recall from that era, the music from there, if it had explicit lyrics, it was sold only as the radio edited version. Absolutely, because Walmart is a very moral and upstanding company. Yeah, we had a guy who thought he was, uh, I don't know, he thought he was a, a gang member or something, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, keep in mind, you've, you've got a lot of movies in that era that would make it seem pretty cool to claim affiliation with the gang. Sure. He thought he was, and I cannot remember if it was Easy E or Too Short. Mm. May have been both mm. uh, albums that he had purchased there and would play it blaring in his vehicle. Of course, from blocks away, you could hear the radio edits, and we all got quite a chuckle about how hard he was. Had a good chuckle about that. Yeah. All right. Moving ahead, 1998. Bill Clinton met with members of his cabinet to apologize, ask forgiveness, and promise to improve as a person in the wake of his scandal. And he lied. <laughs> or he failed. One of the two. One of Maybe the two. Maybe he was honest when he said it, and then, I don't know. I yeah. doubt it, because he lies a lot. Well, uh, if you are at all curious on digging deeper into that era in our country's history you i'm going to give you a little preview of world here because I'm no, you, no. you got to go listen to the slow burn podcast season two is about that whole era of the clinton presidency and it is fascinating and mm -hmm. i lived through that i wasn't a child we were newly married when that all happened uh, when it hit the news anyway and i learned things in that podcast that i was like Holy Moses, mm -hmm. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. They do such a good job of covering every angle It's interesting. It. Season one was Watergate. Uh -huh. Season two is the Clinton scandal, which we purposefully call the Clinton scandal and not the Lewinsky scandal. It wasn't yep. her being a presidential idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I've listened to both those. They were both, yeah. both solid. I mean, we may have even talked about that before. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well... In 1999, speaking of the newlywed years for us. Indeed. A little film, maybe a few of you have heard of. It starred Brad Pitt and Edward Norton premiered, and that film is called Fight Club. It premiered at the Venice Film Festival. If you know about it, 
you're not supposed to talk about That's it. That's for sure. That may be, if I were forced in this moment to pick an all-time favorite movie. It's Fight Club? It might be that. It's definitely Gosh. very, very high on the list. Okay, I respect that. It's not my favorite by far, but I respect your choice. The story is fantastic. You couldn't have picked two more skilled actors to play apart from each other. Fantastic. And the musical soundtrack oh, yeah. is pretty solid as well. For sure, for sure, yeah. Uh, one of our dogs is snoring loudly. She cares yes. not about Fight Club. Not at all. Or any of our whirling that's to come. Although they do like to bite each other's faces. Yes. Playfully. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. We've never broken skin. A few squeals here and there. Yeah, that's it. Trending right now. So in 1984, the book Dune mm -hmm. was turned into a movie. Yeah. Every nerd out there, including myself, would know this. Okay. It was, unfortunately, though, a box office flop at the time, yeah. uh, deeply criticized for a myriad of reasons, not least of which was deviating from the book a little much in places. Okay. It's an extremely long movie. Okay. I can remember watching it on VHS, and it did take more than one tape. Really? Yes. That's a long movie. Yes. When it was a two-taper. Um, the good news, and what is trending now, is that Dennis Villanueva, who helmed Blade Runner 2049, is directing a remake. All right. The trailer is available now. It's expected to drop December 18th-ish of this year. It is being lauded as so packed with stars that it should have its own galaxy. Oh, my gosh. That's a dad joke. That's actually some of the phraseology. It must have been a dad that wrote it. <laughs> Some dad. Some dad wrote it for the dads. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. For all the nerd dads out there, he was like, you can see him snickering at his keyboard. Yes. And he was like, what? Is it snickering or sniggering? <laughs> I think I think those words are interchangeable. Because I hear both. Yeah. Sniggering feels a little pretentious to me. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Although I'll use it. Okay. Especially if I'm trying to sound pretentious well and you like to do that so. sometimes yeah there's it's valid to act your part mm -hmm. all right yeah well and sadly we do know that the wildfires on the west coast are still raging and very deeply upsetting so much loss of life and uh, property i don't know about the life part i haven't looked at the numbers yeah. but uh, lots of loss going on there and so we are uh, definitely still praying for all mm -hmm. of the people who are affected by that on the West Coast. Yes. Well, it is that time. Time for Rural. Better watch, read, listen, and lifestyle. Okay. Well, for watching Netflix, you can watch Turn. You can go dig up episodes of Jeopardy. You could watch Fight Club. You could watch the old Dune box office flop that it was. It's still somewhat entertaining, especially if you're a little nerdy. I've never seen it. And... Does that surprise you? Yeah. It does. No. Okay. Maybe. I, I don't know. I think you can watch old seasons of Jeopardy on Netflix now. Probably. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I do think so. Um, Reading-wise, if you are one of those people who likes to compare the book and the movie, go pick up a copy of the novel Dune. Yes. Or Fight Club, which you've read. I have read. It is... It's a very thin mm -hmm. novel. I actually read that, I believe... While I was coaching. That would have been. I think I read it on a, on a bus or a plane or something. Yeah. Um, very short book, big print, not many pages. 
I was so disappointed with the differences. I mean, how could you how could you write something that was going to compete with the performance of right. Pat and Norton yeah. and all of the supporting cast? That was such a fantastically done movie. Definitely. So maybe it's great. Maybe maybe you should read it first if you haven't seen Fight Club. Yeah. Maybe. Either way, don't talk about it. It's kind of the first and second rule. Yes, it is. All right. What could we listen to? Well, you could go listen to some Neil Diamond. Maybe you're a better Neil Diamond fan than we are. That's probably the case. Maybe you should just listen to one song either way. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you got to go back and revisit a thing. Yeah. Remind yourself why you hated it. Figure out that your tastes have changed. Sure. Or maybe you just don't have a good mental record of what exactly that diamond fella's all about. Maybe you just had bad taste in music. It's possible. Maybe he did. <laughs> I don't know. It's not bad taste in music if you'd like to go back and listen to Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's true. Especially if you're a listen. Gen Xer. You might have to stand up and salute. <laughs> That's right. That's the rule. Yep. You can... Listen to Cheryl Crow, but not at the Walmarts. <laughs> uh, you mentioned already Slow yep. Burn. Yep. Uh, season two being Clinton's Delight and season one Watergate. Yeah. You've listened to season one, which I I've have I've listened not. to both, yeah. You have a far better understanding of Watergate than I do because I've not listened to that season. Um, you have still enjoyed the playlist that you found, right? Yes, the lo-fi chill hop that I mentioned yesterday. It's not, uh, it's not really as peppy as what I needed today. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty soothing, relaxing thing, but I listened to it anyway. So, And yeah. it's enjoyable. It's good. It's good. Well, recently, as we discussed Keanu Reeves, the genius that is Keanu Reeves, I mentioned in passing one of the worst movies he's in, one of the worst movies, honestly, in American cinema, The Devil's Advocate. It's so bad. Um, one of my favorite podcasts is called I Hate It, But I Love It. Two women comedians out of Canada basically break down movies and TV series. Do they apologize? They they make no apologies. Okay. They they defy. Sure Canadian? I'm positive that they defy the Canadian code of conduct. They apologize for nothing. They're very funny. I have been waiting and hoping and wondering if they would someday cover the Devil's Advocate because they love to point out like all the problematic elements of yes. movies and, and TV shows. And they dropped it today. I listened to it. It is a delight. If it's only meaningful if you've watched The Devil's Advocate a number of times. You, even if you just watched it once and you kind of vaguely remember. Yeah, we watched it several. Yeah. Uh, it is hilarious. I was literally laughing out loud at more than one moment. So anyway, I hate it, but I love it. Devil's Advocate episode. I think the further and further we move outside of Al Pacino's prime. Yes. The more... Just like, what? Mm -hmm. It becomes to see his some of his performances. He's yeah, he's a character. He's a character. He sure is. I can't remember. I may have been on an episode of, of Conan Needs a Friend. Yeah. I cannot remember who he was talking to about this, but I feel like they'd, they'd pulled up a, a couple of Pacino's more rambunctious quotes that somehow they also happened to know were not scripted. It was just <laughs> almost like a ADHD moment of 
words. Listen, if you don't want to watch The Devil's Advocate, and you shouldn't, I'm just going to put that out there, you actually can go on YouTube and just search for the, like, the, the Al Pacino Devil's Advocate five-minute diatribe at the end where he's Satan, spoiler, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like listing off all of the terrible things about humanity. It is Al Pacino at his Al Pacino-iest. Yeah, yeah. It's complete madness. That might be worth a rewatch, but do not watch the whole movie. I implore you. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Well, Lifestyle. Yep. You could ride in a rickshaw. You could. Or a wheelbarrow. Mm -hmm. They work all right. Just a little scarier, as we mentioned. Yes. Uh, you could make travel plans for this upcoming May. Surely we're a little bit more of a loosened up uh, quarantine at that point. And Absolutely. you could go celebrate Miracle Mike. In Colorado. Fruta. Fruta. What if it's fruita? Well, then I've mispronounced it a few times, and everybody that's listening is like, eh, hey, it's about par for the course. <laughs> we are working with a second-degree redneck. Spent most of his youth in captivity under the ninjas. Second-degree redneck, <laughs> who has also a Jeopardy degree. Indeed. All of the beautiful tapestry of weirdness yes. into one. Yeah. You have an STD. I have an STD. Ascent of the day. You know, I was feeling like I've been a little draggy today. The weather mm -hmm. impacts me. It impacts you. It's just like, ugh, I didn't want to get my skin. <laughs> Rubbed a little rancid meat on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Um, I pulled out one of my very favorite perfumes that I am now absolutely rationing because it's, it's out of production because the... Uh, perfumier could not get some of the key ingredients anymore. So the, this okay. this batch that I have is the last. It's by Solstice Scents. No surprise to anyone. It's called Smokewood Apiary. Apiary, of course, being the bees. I was going to say that's that has to do with bees. Yes. I know that from Modded Minecraft. Do you now? Mm -hmm. You never know what you'll learn from Modded Minecraft. All right, take a smell. This is smoked honey, creamed honey, beeswax, amber, wooden frames, ginger, and vanilla. God, I love this one so much. Say, say what's in it again. Okay. Smoked honey and creamed honey, beeswax, amber, wooden frames, ginger, and vanilla. See, I would swear like a hint of cedar. Yeah, maybe that's the wooden frames. Maybe it's a cedar Maybe. Frame. I don't know. They have to worry about moths. Is it moths or moths? Moths. I don't like that. It's too much effort for a really irritating thing. Yeah. We'll call it moths. Do you like this? It's... I love it. I'm... I am... Hmm. Asexual? Amoral? What is it? I'm without opinion. Okay. It's, it's just there for me. I'm okay. neither plus nor minus. That's fine. That's your opinion. Your honor. <laughs> You asked. I told you. Okay. That's from The Good Wife, That's from by The, the Good way. Wife. That is a deep cut to The Good Wife. Also worth a rewatch. I'm it is saying. worth a rewatch. Yeah. Okay. That's all we got, right? That's everything? Yeah. All right. Well, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're going to remake a movie, the safe bet is to remake something that didn't do well the first time. The same philosophy is regularly applied in combat sports. Up-and-coming fighters build up their record by challenging fighters who are past their prime. It is just good sense.
Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.